Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to Mr. you. Mr. President. Is it his birthday? I don't know. Welcome for the up for the up to discussions the podcast where we are your hosts, Tim Blay. And I'm trying to turn the camera around on the periscope. I'm Tom Zalatni. I got a special guest with us. It's Nathan Proudlove. Hi. Tell them who you are. I'm Nathan Proudlove. Nailed uh, it. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's who I am. That's what I be. Wow. I'm friend of Tom and Tim's. Tom it, and Tim. He's Nathan. also, for, for those of you who can see him on Periscope, he is a twitchy-eyed, machete-wielding savage. Yes. Um, yeah. Just thought we should get that out of the way, first of all, since that's probably not too clear to... Like, if you're just listening to this, you should have that in mind for everything that he says. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Um, so, guys, welcome to the Up for Discussion podcast uh, that you might be listening to live on Periscope, or you are probably more likely listening to it on iTunes or on SoundCloud, um, both of which you can find just by Googling us at Up for Discussion podcast. I got to scratch my um, nose. Tim scratches his nose sometimes. Nathan wheels machetes. Um, guys... If you are new here, uh, if you're new here, please take a minute to go on to the iTunes and rate and review the show. Um, It's the best way for people to potentially find us to sponsor us. uh, And it is also the best way for new people to find us and then love us. So, you know, if you like those things, then go on iTunes and do that. Yeah, you can also uh, comment on SoundCloud. Yes, yes. Leave us SoundCloud comments. That would be cool. They make us feel validated. So uh, for the start of the show, let's play a game. Okay. Um, I, hmm, what game should we play? Um, this is a game called If You Could Be Three Animals. Did we do that game already? Was that on this podcast? We have not done that game already. Right. Because the, the, the thing with one animal is it's a bit too restrictive. Okay. So if you could be three animals, um, or like if you had, if you had the capability to turn into any three animals, which would you pick and why? Does three, it have to be three animals? Does it have to be three animals at the same time, like turned into one? No, 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 no. It's not like a Captain Planet thing. It's just like uh-huh. you you are given the power to transform at will into three different animals, right? Um, and which ones? Huh. P- poodle Mama X two on the Periscope is telling us that she, I'm presuming, would be a poodle, a Sasquatch, and a sloth. Wow, there a poodle, a Sasquatch, and a... That's a quick answer. Yeah. I feel like a Sasquatch and a sloth, like, isn't Sasquatch sort of like a level up from sloth? Like, I feel oh. like they can do everything a sloth can do just better. Maybe. I don't know. Do you think that's... They're they're definitely both kind of lazy. Are they, though? I, I mean, Sasquatch has to be quick enough that no one's ever seen it. Have you ever seen a Sasquatch do things? N- I've seen it not be there. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Usually, when people <laughs> definitive proof, <laughs> definitive proof, indeed, I call that evidence. If it's if it's not there when I get back, it's it exists. It proves it. Yeah, yeah of course. Huh? Sasquatches are faster than the human eye, right? That's what makes them so dangerous and yeah. hard to spot. I'm guessing, or I mean, maybe they're just sloths. Like sloths are really good it, at camouflage, right? I think Sasquatches uh, have access to interdimensional portals. Oh yeah. But so, so does sloths. That's how they can, because okay. their enough. time is just running at a different speed from us. It's That's some true. like gravitational dilation thing. So, hmm. you know, they're actually super fast. They're just frozen in our perspective. Guys, welcome to the Up for Discussion podcast, <laughs> the only show on the internet where we talk about the latest news and social media and pop culture. And uh, I don't know. You can find us all. Sasquatches on- <laughs> and sloths. <laughs> and relative time and. 
dimensional space. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think I'd probably be a dolphin. I'm just going to go ahead and put that as my first answer. Can the dolphin be all three? Like, well, do you want to be a triple dolphin? Three dolphins <laughs> at once. Dolphin. That would actually be pretty cool because they're like pretty social, right? Yeah. So if you're going to be a dolphin, you might as well be a trinity of dolphins Whoa. and then you're completely self-sufficient. You could have the father dolphin, the son <laughs> dolphin and the Holy Ghost dolphin. But then are you three dolphins as one or are you one dolphin that has three parts? Or like, how, how do you explain that dolphin trinity to you? Oh, it's a mystery. <laughs> you can't fathom you it. Explain there we go. There we the go. The actual trinity? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to make sure there were no heresies happening on this podcast. <laughs> so, that, I now. mean, maybe you can be two dolphins and a dove. Do you think that would work? Ooh, two dolphins and a dove. I mean, that's like, my favorite '90s sitcom. <laughs> I only have one answer. Okay. Yeah, I would be a penguin. A penguin, really? Yeah, because it kind of qualifies. I mean, it's a bird for one that thinks it's mm-hmm. a fish. Mm, so, does it think it's a fish? Because it eats fish. I, I mean, uh, other fish eat fish. I sometimes think of myself as a pig, and I eat <laughs> pig. <laughs> that's <laughs> true. So there are fish that eat fish. That's true. It doesn't make them any less fish-like. True, but uh, fine. Go on. <laughs> Continue with your point. <laughs> and uh, and they walk around on land as well. So I don't know. I do, they don't. They can't fly though, which is unfortunate. Well, maybe the better answer would be a duck because they do all three. And they have weird penises. That's true. They do. They, they, they we, do. We can get into that if we feel like it. Guys, if you have a weird penis, why don't you go and follow us at Down With Talking on the Twitter? Uh, you can also follow us individually at Tom Zalatni at Tim Acapella Science. Yeah, all the platforms. And uh, you're at, at what, NB uh, Proudlove? At NB Proudlove, yep, cool. on the Twitter. Is uh, that What does that stand for, New Nathan, Brunswick? Nathan Barry. Nathan Barry. Yes. Barry. Is that your middle name? It is my middle name. Indeed. Cool. Sweet. It's um, not a new type of fruit. No, it will. it is that. A Nathan Barry? Well, berries in general. Yes. They have roots. But is it, is it spelled like berry or like like bar? Berry, as in as in my father's name, like yes. one B A R R Y. One who has many bars, like bars. like barreled. Bari. Yeah, yeah. Like the short form of barrel. Yeah, barrel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. We're being asked if we're engineers. No. Um, are you? No, no, I'm not an engineer. You don't qualify no. as an no. engineer. Artist. What you do? Okay. No. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you tell the fine people at home what uh, you do? Okay. I am a uh, 3D artist at uh, WB Games here in Montreal. And that's what I do. I model things in 3D and texture and other associated things that go with the art assets of video games. I see. Do you want to tell the fine folks at home how you uh, landed this particular job? Uh, Sure. (laughs) This is a story uh, that everybody likes to hear, apparently. It's a good story. Yeah. uh, I was actually approached about three and a half years ago uh, by WB, uh, the HR department. And they called me up and were asking me if I was interested in applying for a position uh, as a Lego builder for an upcoming Lego game that they were developing. And uh, I have a history of building and uh, creating all sorts of different things out of Lego for the last 10 years as a fan. And uh, so they found me online and asked me if I was interested in applying. And I was like, Sure, yeah, absolutely, because this is sort of a dream come true for yeah. you know it, for anybody to turn their hobby into you know a full time paying gig is yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. So I started doing that and did that for a couple years uh, on contract. So my family was actually back in Saskatoon while I was here, which was uh, interesting. Uh, living away from my wife and kid for two years, um, yeah. yeah, that was interesting for sure. 
And but uh, after two years, the uh, the program was the game itself was canceled. Um, it came to an end. But uh, they liked me so much, and they had uh, been working on training me in 3D during that time, that they asked me to stay. So okay. they gave me offered me a permanent position. Wow. So now, do you still do any Lego work, or is it solely Not at computer? All. No. And do you still build gigantic Lego things in your spare time? I still build in with yeah in my spare time. You can actually, if you're interested, you can check out my work on Flickr.com/photos/proudlove. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Flickr, right. man. What's That's Flickr? Like, Flickr. The only time I ever I I always come across Flickr when I'm um doing videos and stuff and I need backgrounds and yeah, I'm yeah. just looking for free photos. Yeah. Well, like, it's just put the all rights not reserved yeah. filter on. Yeah, and they have a good filter for that sort of. Yeah. Uh, well, isn't Flickr is basically just like the big like the fo- big social network hosting. for photo hosting. Yeah, that's all yeah. that that I mean that's it started out uh, almost 10 years ago I think mm-hmm. I've been on Flickr now. Um as a photo hosting and it's continued to just get bigger and bigger and bigger mm-hmm. yahoo bought it a couple years ago and it's kind of been screwed by them so mm-hmm. uh, and a lot of the really convenient uh social networking aspects of this site were actually crippled a lot in the last mm-hmm. couple of years so the groups and the notes that you could you could actually you could take notes uh you could draw little squares over p- parts of your picture and be like i like this part here or i like this part here and um similar to you see on some of the kinja sites with that uh have notes on their photos so this is something that other other users would see your photo and then they could put a little note on that part of it you could yeah you could grant certain amount permissions to different friends and family groups and to uh make notes and comment on different parts of your photo not Hmm. just underneath right so it was really good for uh for an art community like the lego community that was looking for feedback on specific mm-hmm. parts of models right because they could put a comment like on an individual brick and be like this brick is weird yeah exactly <laughs> and so it worked really really well for that and that's actually it's still probably the biggest uh site for uh social networking and and community among lego fans adult okay. fans of lego so um people are slowly migrating to other sites now that uh now that the functionality has been uh reduced but Right. There's. I wonder if there's a natural like ebb and flow of social networking sites. Like, I I don't know. Do you think any of them, like the the social networking sites that are here now, do you think in ten years they're still going to be around? Hmm. Or are they going to be what MySpace is now? I think I think they have the potential for it, but I think that like as with like technology and as with most things, like the internet is sort of in flux, right? Yeah. Like everything changes all the time. People decide that new things are in. They decide things are out. They figure out that they need something new or whatever. Like, I don't know. The the odds are pretty good that there will be something bigger than Facebook eventually. But I don't know if that means Facebook will stop existing. Yeah. I mean, for example, the old sites still exist. Like it's not like it's not like Flickr is gone. In fact, like you said, Flickr is still very much surviving. MySpace Mm -hmm. is still around. It still um, exists. It doesn't really? exist only yeah. to like host like, who is it? Uh, Justin Timberlake's music or something? <laughs> like, didn't he do a big thing with them a while ago? Wow. Did he? I have no idea. But I know, like, be. I I can still go on MySpace. Like, my MySpace pages are still there. Hmm. At least the the like music ones that I did of like my old oh, Nintendo yeah, type yeah. music and like weird Metaloid Staircase. Metaloid Staircase. <laughs> if you guys want to look up Metaloid Staircase on <laughs> MySpace.com, MySpace. um, you can wow, find my nice. foray into MIDI speed metal music that I used to make when I was like 15. The good old days. Yeah, it's like it's it's all still there, but I don't I mean, I don't know how they're surviving. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I don't know. I, I wonder if there's a natural sort of like what what always happens with up and comers, right, is that they don't particularly need to worry about longevity, mm-hmm. right? They're just looking at growth and growth. And, and a lot of like what Facebook did was it was just, you know, free and there was no one, no annoying things about it. And you see people getting frustrated with Facebook now with things like, oh, like my posts aren't reaching as many people. And if mm-hmm. I want to, I have to like pay Facebook to, yeah. you know, because they have to figure out ways to make money now because they're, you know, publicly traded company and everything. Mm-hmm. And I wonder like if as long as human ingenuity continues, there's probably someone else who's just starting up and doesn't have that profit motive who can probably figure out a way to do it better. And then it's just a question of the inertia of getting people over to the next thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it. Like it, it has to stem from like them initially having the idea and like putting it out there and actually making it good. Yeah. Um, and then actually wanting to reach a large audience with it. And I think there's a lot of people who are doing that kind of stuff, a lot of entrepreneurs, but I don't know if any of them are doing it with social networks. Right. Like you get that with like stores and online courses and stuff all the time, but you don't see it as much with like, oh yeah, there's this new baby social network that just got started and it's like slowly going to take over the world or whatever. Like, Well, I guess not. I mean, how old is Tumblr? I guess Tumblr is pretty, you know, I feel like Tumblr's now, existed but... since I was in high school. Hmm. I definitely I didn't about hear, about, hear about it until quite a bit after Facebook, but that could have just been my... In a little bubble. I'm a recent Tumblr uh, convert. Okay. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What do you like about it? Uh, I like the idea that you can um, uh, curate art from all types of sources mm. uh, freely. And, and and just, I have a lot of uh, people that I follow on there for inspiration uh, artistically. Okay. And it's really good for that. Actually, surprisingly, Pinterest is a really good resource for artists mm-hmm. as well. Mm. Uh, it's not just gardens and babies and, <laughs> and, and scrapbooking. There's a lot of, uh, I have access to a lot of uh, like tutorials and 3D modeling and ZBrush and uh, that sort of thing on uh, Pinterest as well. Okay. So I think Pinterest has a, is filling a niche that uh, I think it's growing. How do you do a tutorial on Pinterest? It's just like a series of stills? Uh, it It can be that way or it can, you know, when you click on the on your pin or whatever it'll take you to the page like it'll link to the page right uh, with the tutorial video tutorial or or whatever forum posts so these are in some sense social networks the same way that facebook is like you know you find things on all sorts of other sites but you link them through yeah this one little community okay Hmm. cool yeah pinterest is like curated links and i find tumblr to be curated images so mostly Hmm. yeah i know i know a lot of like small businesses will use Pinterest to like reach new customers because it's the kind of, it's the kind of app that like has people with specific interests. And so like if for instance, your company sells, I don't know, jewelry that helps babies who are teething. Whoa. I uh, wonder who we know that (laughs) works in a business like that. If, if for instance, your company does that kind of thing, you might go and, you know, start pinning about it and kind of direct that toward like mom groups and toward like nativity clinics. What are are those called? (laughs) um natal natal clinics neonatal places units. where babby is formed yes no no that's something else entirely <laughs> yeah but you so you might start pinning toward like those kinds of people and then they'll find your stuff as a result and then you get new customers and i think pinterest's advertising rates are lower right now okay. than like any other social network probably mm. yeah just because it's still sort of new and being figured out or whatever like whereas facebook ads cost a fucking fortune like (laughs) i'm like i'm like constantly floored by that i don't know yeah like have you bought any facebook ads for your stuff i have i have experimented with it i'm i've stopped now i'm not even gonna Mm -hmm. try like 
Facebook, there's a real, I, know, I feel like the backlash against Facebook by video creators is really growing yeah. in the past little while. Um, Hank Green just put out this great um, post sort of responding to Facebook's claim that it's now the number one video site, Ugh, that it's wow. it's like past YouTube in terms of video views. <clears throat> but they but they do this by number one, They you know how they autoplay videos as you scroll them down in your feed? Um, I so, don't. Oh yeah, you're on Facebook. You're not on Facebook. I'm not on Jeez. Facebook. Okay. Well. Man. Well, anymore. so they auto play videos when uh, you pass okay. it in your feed. Yeah. <laughs> but you, and wow. they they play them with the sound off, so they're just it's just like a little thing moving, and then you scroll yeah. past it. Like but, Instagram. Like yeah. Instagram. Yeah. But Facebook counts it as a view if you just happened to be on that still page for more than three seconds, even if you never actually actually clicked wow. on it, um, and and like put the sound on or anything. So for number one. Like there's you can see the graphs of like Facebook views. And after about 10 seconds, it goes down to about 20 percent viewing, whereas on a, on a normal YouTube video, it stays pretty high, like 80, 70, 60 as the video goes along. Um, so the one thing is that they're just lying about how many people are actually watching. Yeah, right? of course. Or at least have a very different metric than YouTube does. And then the other thing is that out of the like 100 top um, Facebook videos in the last month, over 50% of them were stolen from YouTube creators and re-uploaded by third parties. Yeah. Um, and because Facebook privileges its own videos so much more than like YouTube links, that ends up getting seen by a massive amount of people. So you can get a video that has maybe a million views on, on YouTube and then 50 million views on Facebook. Um, but Which Facebook is, like is getting... 49 yeah. million or I guess 50 million ad revenue clicks away, like stolen away from those creators. Yeah, and it's also Facebook getting all that money from stolen content. And yeah. right now they pretty much have no system for returning that revenue to the creators or anything. Yeah. Yeah. So right now you're seeing a lot of people, you're seeing Hank Green and... Um, Destin from Smarter Every Day and uh, Derek from Veritasium, like a lot of the, sort of the science people, have banded together a little bit, <laughs> and they're really starting to drive at this. Like, no, this is our living. You can't do this to us. Yeah, well, and it totally is like it's massively the YouTube science community that's getting screwed by this. Yeah, because people love to share science videos on they Facebook because it makes them look smarter to their friends, and it's also right. usually really well produced content. And so that's the stuff that's being shared around. It's not cat videos being stolen off YouTube and having money made off of them. I don't know. Maybe yeah. I just not I'm not in circles that share cat videos on Facebook. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, but yeah, I think also there's. I, th I think it's probably the case that in any YouTube video where because what often they'll what they'll do often is that they'll actually cut out the person and their their like personality and like the links associated with them and just mm -hmm. have like those really cool shots right and i think right. science does lend itself to that because say it's a really cool slow motion shot there's nothing intrinsic about that that's that person whereas mm -hmm. say if you stole a smosh video everyone <laughs> would know hey it's those two guys right something's something's fishy about this is being posted by like you know some random radio show yeah so uh got any topics for today well uh the first topic i'd like to address is actually our wonderful sponsor for this week whoa our sponsor is not nature still water yeah watch out that's why i was being careful okay fair enough guys our wonderful generous sponsors this is a beard bangs this is a beard bangs original yes um promo time promo time guys do you like coffee tea do you like to drink water? What about other kinds of wets, flavored or non-flavored? If you have a preference for drinking out of 
beautiful handcrafted mugs with cute art on them, our friends at Beard Bangs make exactly that for you. Handmade, high quality, cute artwork and bright colors. And they want to give you, Up For Discussion listeners, $10 off your purchase. You are not going to find a better deal than that because that's kind of a steal. Think about it. If you're getting a $30 mug and you get $10 off, that's 30%. 30%. That's a lot of percents. That's a lot of percents. More than 20. Literally a steal. So guys, don't take any time with this. Head straight over to etsy.com slash shop slash beardbangs, or I think you can just go to beardbangs.ca and get redirected to their Etsy from there. Uh, And you can enter the promo code up for discussion. That's one word, all caps, no spaces. And you will get $10 off your next order. They've got mugs. They've got planters. They've got bowls. They've got all sorts of stuff. It's really cute. It's really good quality stuff. Nathan, how do you feel drinking out of it? It it feels right. See, if you want to feel right, get yourself a mug. Beard bangs. There we go. Cool. Beard bangs. <laughs> this is a paid advertisement. Yes, it is. We <laughs> were we were given uh, a money to tell you about them, but they are really cool. They're friends of ours. Josiah mm-hmm. was on the podcast two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Good friend and. Uh, we really like his stuff, obviously, because th- there's the evidence. Tom has one mm. right there. Can I zoom in on Periscope? I, I can. Oh, my God. Snap. Whoa. For, for those of you revealed. who are listening on iTunes or SoundCloud, did you know you can watch this on Periscope live when we record? Followed at Down With Talking, and you'll get notifications right if away. If you're currently listening from inside a submarine, did you know you can just look into your Periscope and you will see our faces? Guys, did you know that if you are really hungry for a submarine, you can go to subway.com slash shop slash beard bangs and enter the promo code <laughs> up for discussion at checkout to get $10 off your foot long? Did you know that Jared Fogel is kind of a jerk and nobody should listen to him anymore? Guys, did you know that Canadians built a beautiful hitchhiking robot and then Americans murdered it in cold blood? Did, did you actually, is this your st- story? Because this is my story. Hitchbot, man. <laughs> I think, Dang did, it. did we both bring this story? I think we both bought Hitchbot to the table, but that's okay. But, what, Nathan, did you bring Hitchbot to the table? I actually, I, I don't know if I wrote it down, but I was definitely thinking about Hitchbot. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, let's talk about Hitchbot. Let's talk oh, about the ethics of killing a robot that's just supposed to be our friend. I'm, yeah, I, I, what do you got? You thought about this? Don't kill robots that are supposed to be friends. <laughs> it's anarchy, man. Yeah. Anarchy. It's like it's like when those you know the the big commercial sized toilet roll dispensers with the two big rolls and and you have the one side that you're supposed to finish before you slide the little door and take the other side. I feel like this is going to be related somehow. I just don't know how it's well, going. Well, it's anarchy. People will <laughs> people will reach in and grab the toilet paper from the roll that's the big role that hasn't been started before the small role is done. Yeah. Because they're trying, they're like nonconformists, right? It's like, oh, oh everyone's saying it from that role. That's, but that's the same as what, that's the same what these Hitchbot vandals were probably thinking. Probably oh, like, oh, everybody else is let, you know, let this know. hitchhiking robot go without <laughs> killing it. Without killing <laughs> it. We've got to be the only ones. That's right. Well, I mean, if you kill something, you are the only one who can kill that thing. Um, I guess not. It's a robot. You can't. I mean, the thing is that the robot was pretty s- simple, although I th- apparently it could carry on basic conversations about, yeah. 
you know, facts and stuff really? and life. And like, it was a good that. companion to be in your car. Right? It didn't just yeah, sit there. Cool. It wasn't a twitchy eyed machete wielding savage. No, no. It was okay. like, in fact, had arms akin to something like pool noodles, I think. I, so. I think they I think were so. actually made of pool noodles. <laughs> they were, they were yeah. pool noodles, yeah. Yeah, pool, and it could, like, take noodles. photos with you and, like, yeah. talk to you. And mm. it was just such a friendly thing. And then Pittsburgh happened to it. Anyways, for you for you folks who are unaware, Hitchbot was a robot that was um, created by someone at McMaster University, was it? It was some Canadian I think university. So, yeah, it was McMaster. Um, and the goal was for this robot to, you know, just... Be on the sidewalk, and then as you came up to it, I guess it would ask you for a lift, or maybe it had some way of sticking its thumb. I think, Did it, it, have I think thumb? it had its thumb sticking out. Yeah. Okay, it had, a, it had a rubber glove on a pool noodle. <laughs> yeah, just... very nice. <laughs> um, yeah, so it and it's so this was sort of a social experiment to see how people would respond to a hitchhiking robot, um, and so it's it hitchhiked all the way across Canada, I believe, from yeah. New Brunswick to BC, and it hitchhiked across parts of Europe as well. Yes, and it wasn't until it started hitchhiking across America, the good old United States of A, that <laughs> it got murdered in Pittsburgh, the city of brotherly love. No, that you would guys, be Philadelphia, Philadelphia. Oh yeah, was it Philly or it was, was, it? It, was it was Philly? Philly. It was yeah. Philly. Whatever. There were a bunch of people calling it Philadelphia. I mean, how I remember same state. If you're if you're a city in a state. And, and that and and you kill a robot, your whole state is tarnished. Wow, that's a <laughs> Scranton. <laughs> um, what Mechanicsburg? I'm just is that a place. I'm just putting Pennsylvania on blast. Okay, <laughs> um, this is the you, only other cities in Pennsylvania I know. But where did the Terminator originally end up? What city was that? Oh. I, I, was it just? Did it have it? Remember. Was it actually a city, or was it just like nameless Cityville, Cityton? Didn't the Terminator eventually end up in California? Well, uh, yes, but I mean, b- the first time he died, and then they had to send back a different one to become governor. Oh, yeah. Right? So I'm talking about the first one, where, wherever they killed him, you know, in that factory with the smasher. I don't remember. I don't either. But this is kind of interesting because I don't know if you guys heard in the science news, there was this thing where um, a whole bunch of like scientists, including Stephen Hawking, which is why it was in the news because every time Stephen Hawking does everything, it was in, it's in the news. Um, but also, um, wait, who the heck is the PayPal guy? Why am I having a mental blank? Oh, SpaceX. Um, don't know that Oh, wait. Why do I Elon, not know this? Elon, Elon Musk. Musk. Yeah. So Elon I, Musk. I was like, I was thinking of like two or three other PayPal guys and I was like, wait, yeah. SpaceX. <laughs> yeah. Elon Musk and, and Stephen Hawking and a whole bunch of people signed this thing that was basically a petition to the government to be really careful about like robot weapons and like oh. hardcore artificial intelligence. When was this? Just this week? So just this week sometime. Um, it was like a, a petition that they put together to be like, okay, guys, be careful because <laughs> I know... There's been a lot of movies made about it, but also the possibility of ro- robot apocalypse is a possibility. You know, ro- there's a reason why. apocalypse, if you will. Yes. Um, so uh, I don't know. Maybe it's like what I would find really ironic is did if someone read that like petition and were like, oh, yeah, all these guys hate robots. And then they saw a hitchbot on the side of the road. And was <laughs> like, It's one of them. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like this was just some like. Some like young kids thinking they were being funny by killing a robot. I'm sure that's all it was. They yeah, quite possibly, they quite possibly didn't have any idea what it was. Yeah, like if I was like, well, they told you what it was. <laughs> they didn't. Well, the, but the, the robot would, would like didn't oh, it say well, like, enough, "Hello, I, guess, I am yeah. a hitchhiking robot." Fair yeah, enough. it just wanted love. It just wanted fair to be enough. friends. So but totally I think I don't know. I think if I was like if I was in high school and it was nighttime and I saw like a hitchhiking robot, I might like mess with it. Yeah. yeah. 
Totally. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, na- well, even now I might mess with it. Yeah. But I wouldn't mess with it in like destructive ways anymore. I would just mess with it by like, I would like take selfies with it. I maybe do some vines or something, but I wouldn't like, <laughs> I wouldn't vandalize it. I don't know. Well, it's terrible. Yeah. That'd be like, but have you heard, uh, have you heard sort of the latest on this? There no. was this, uh, Hey, what are you doing? I'm trying to give the, I'm trying to give them a sneak preview. A preview. preview of his, uh, I'm just trying to watch you notes. pee. Right? So yesterday, yesterday there was a, a purported, um, security camera footage released yeah, of yeah. people killing Hitchbot, right? That. Yeah. Um, and it's pretty much, people pretty much believe it's fake now. Yeah. People are um, people are saying it's a hoax. A hoax by these guys who are YouTubers, apparently. That's a weird hoax. Um, Jesse Wellens <laughs> and Ed Bassmaster is that his real oh, name? Ed, Ed Bassmaster. Bassmaster. Yes, yeah, they're these the prank versus prank guys. Yeah, yeah. Um. So they they were one of the last people to pick up Hitchbot and see it alive, and so when it got destroyed in their hometown, um, they were all a buzz on Twitter and like furious, and then they claimed to have tracked down like this video surveillance tape showing the destruction of Hitchbot, um, which is pretty much, it's pretty much agreed upon at this point that it's, it's a fake that they, they staged it. Hmm. Um, so now the question is, did these guys actually destroy the robot or hmm. not? <laughs> so do we know for sure that the robot is destroyed? No, for sure. The robot is destroyed. Like okay. there's the, that's been confirmed right. by um, the, the scientists, like the, the GPS tracker isn't working anymore. There's pictures of it with no head, Oh, um, so they, they just don't know where the head is. Beheaded the robot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's great. But now, you know, if the, the question the media is asking is like, you know, did these guys decide to do this and just make it a, an opportunity for YouTube fame, which would be really a really shitty thing to yeah. do. Yeah. Um, yeah. So hopefully not. Hmm. But like, why would why would you s- pretend that you have video footage of? A robot and actually you know rebuild a kind of you know replica of the robot to show it being murdered it's it's very it's a very odd situation i don't know for for views (laughs) fair enough gotta Gotta get get that youtube money youtube pennies yeah yeah point one pennies per view is that what the math comes out to it's about that yeah doesn't it it depends a lot it it depends a lot yeah yeah well because now now like now uh retention plays into it as well a little bit right yeah i'm just i'm just going on what i've seen with my own videos and stuff so if you want to actually support your youtube creators support them on patreon go to patreon.com slash acapella science or other patreon pages if you feel like it and uh click that uh you know that help me out button if you give me a cent on patreon you're doing 10 times more for me financially than just watching my videos. So that's fun. Wow. There you go. Do you think that's huh, do you think that's true like in general or just like per one time transaction? Um like if they're giving you a penny per month, because that's what the pay rate is, right? It, well mine is per video. So oh. yeah. Okay. <coughs> so yeah, fair enough. How many videos do you put out? Not many. No. I'm really bad at this. I haven't put out more than one video a month ever. Okay. Um, so that's why I haven't put it as like a monthly thing. Cause I feel like if you give me money for a month and then I don't give you anything that month, that's Fair. kind of a bad deal for you. <laughs> so yeah, like but, I w- but I w- they only Patreon will only charge them if you put out at least one thing that month oh, yeah? that is actually Patreon billable. Ah, so like you could have it set to monthly payments and then 
miss a month and they just wouldn't pay you that month. Okay, so functionally it's probably going it's probably the exact same thing then because I since I never put out more than one thing a month. Yeah. It's just yeah. Oh well. Cool. Good to know. Yeah. Guys, we got two people watching this stream. I'm going to stop this. All right. If you want to watch the rest of this, If you want to watch the rest of this podcast, do it on the iTunes. Yay. Hello. <laughs> Just throw some shade at our our Periscope audience real quick. Wow. Uh, so stretch. Tom is a Tom is wearing an interesting shirt today. Yeah. It's a sailor shirt. It's very swashbuckling. Isn't it a sailor shirt? Yes. Yeah, I sort of feel like that sometimes. It's one of those like you just turned off the periscope and now I'm talking about something visual. Visual gags. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's one of those, you know, classic white with like blue stripes things. And it, I think it's really augmented by like your tattoos. Like I don't think without yeah. the tattoos it would be particularly sailor. Well, I used to I used to have these red pants that I would wear. Uh and I found that when I wore this so the the article of clothing in question is a white with navy blue stripes um american eagle polo shirt that i picked up in like 2007 um no not 2007 it would have been 2010 um and uh i used to wear it with like these like bright red pants um and this one sweater that i have that's like a a navy blue sort of wool sweater with like a zipper up the front of the neck and a little tiny like like embossed emblem of a of a canoe on it with some people in it and I felt like that outfit with like just the right amount of beard made me look like a sailor. It was great. Nice. With a canoe. You, just like a, a. Yeah. Just a I, I guess it was probably the brand. I don't know. Fair enough. The way that your current shirt has an eagle. Yeah. Yeah. The way that my pants have. Uh, I don't know. A deer <laughs> on them. <laughs> if only I was wearing deer pants. Yes. Deer as, pants. The, as the deer pants for the yeah, water. As the deer pants. <laughs> yes. I do love me some deer pants. Deer pants. Uh, Dear pants, Nathan, you've got some cool ass you. business cards. Do you want to tell them? You know, these aren't actually my business cards. These are uh, something else visual. Wow. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Hello, Periscope. You Whatever. don't exist. They'll, I gave Tom one of these already. These are my uh, trading okay, cards. Let's see. Trading okay. cards of Lego builders of of internet famous Lego celebrities. So this <laughs> this is a card of Nathan. Oh, this is actually you. Okay. Yeah, it's actually yeah. me. So yeah. you only have the trading card of you personally. I, Do you collect the cards I of other people? I have cards of other people. Okay. Oh, cool. And, uh, Interesting. That I've had <coughs> signed by people. By most, most of them have been signed. Let's see. Let me let friends. me read what your card says about you. Uh, okay. Nathan Proudlove. Proudlove That's is right. a Lego trademark Renaissance man. Never sticking too long to one particular genre or theme of building. Fans can expect to be surprised by any of Nathan's creations, as he is equally comfortable building chibi train models. As he is building giant spaceships, he has honed his skills in the area of large-scale car models through, though, 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 <laughs> and <laughs> this model of the 1940 of a 1940 Ford pickup truck is a great example of that. Did you write this? I did. I okay, did. cool. I was told to write it. So, so I should probably nice. have read it in your voice and not in some strange announcement. I could have written it, but uh, read it. <laughs> so what, what is are a, the, what is a chibi train? What, what well, chibi mean? is. Like the like the cutesy Japanese, cutesy Japanese, yeah. yeah. So I'm in the in the Lego train build. There is a Lego like huge Lego community of adult fans, and within that community, there's many sub genres of and communities, splinter okay. groups of people that build different <coughs> types of things. Right. There are you know there are people that build exclusively train models. There are people that build exclusively uh, spaceships and whatnot. 
and most people will will specialize in one particular type of art essentially okay um i tend not to do that and so uh, with the train people they're they're kind of funny because we call them rivet counters okay <laughs> because they they want to go for as accurate of a lego train model as they possibly can right. so they make sure that like the fences have the same number of rail posts and the everything is perfect there's the right number of lights and the windows are the right size and they, so they go for accuracy right I, and so one of the things that i <coughs> built was basically the, the account to counter that attitude of realism i built the cutest little chubbiest like little train right that i could and it was awesome it was so cute and it was fun to like i actually we have like powered track and you could like oh, run nice. it around a layout and very stuff, nice but and it was really popular, like um, meant lo- lots of people loved it. And uh, but that's mostly just because it's different than right. the rivet counters. You know, wow, there's a BNSF blah 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 model this 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 and in in this company's library, nobody cares. Well, really, nobody it, cares except the train other people. Except yeah. other people that build those kinds of trains, right? So and maybe, maybe the people who build the the real version of the train, maybe the will look at it and be like, "Whoa, look, yeah, at, the look at the attention to detail!" The attention to detail. I made exactly. that. Do you think there's I, any I crossover? Like, are there any oh, yeah. train builders who build real trains who then go home and like build little scale models of their own trains out of Lego? Probably. I would, I would guess that there would be. Yeah, yeah. It's like hot rod enthusiasts who have toy <coughs> hot rods at home, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they right. have the toy models and stuff. So, yeah, yeah. I would guess that there would be. So what? Um, what? What's the? Is there one thing that you've built out of Lego that you would say like you're most proud of that creation of yours? Uh, not any one thing in particular, like, right. because I build in so many different styles and uh, themes. Uh, one of the most recent things that I've built, actually, I say most recent, but it was like two years ago already. Uh, I built a giant spaceship okay uh about four feet long um blacktron do you remember blacktron lego blacktron no did you have lego as a kid i i did not i had a big dumped out like box of legos okay um but i I never knew the names of anything there were a bunch of star wars sets in there there were some like boat sets i guess blacktron would have been probably a li- like that was mid '80s, so that would have yeah. been. Yeah, it was a bit before my time. Although before Legos were old time, but uh, I mean, <coughs> Lego can be around from older brothers and all sorts of stuff, right? So yeah. it's timeless. Dads, dads, exactly. As Moms. Tom sneaks away from the microphone, <laughs> <being sad. laughs> you said you said you said you had Star Wars Legos and like boat Legos. Yeah, there was one that was just it, I don't know. Was it, it pirates? It wasn't, I don't believe, maybe, no. there. I think there might have been some little pirate heads in the box, so that's very possible. But I think there was, there was like a, it was like a red boat about a foot and a half long. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. With just sort of a, you know, a flat Lego deck so you could build whatever you wanted to yeah. on top of it. I can and then I think some sort of island lagoon thing okay. as well. Cool. Yeah. I can, I usually pinpoint uh, someone's age by the, by their childhood Lego collection. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's how much I, I, I know about the system at this point. I'm like, oh, well, you were a fan of Bionicle uh, mm. during this generation. Mm. Yeah. So you must be. <laughs> I think I had the first two generations of Bionicle. Yeah. And <laughs> I had a couple of Harry Potter things as well. Okay. I had like, Whichever one, what's the one with the big dog with three heads? Um, well, that's called, that dog is called Fluffy. 
Yeah, yeah. That's the very first movie. Is that the first Stone. one? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. Sorcerer's Stone, Philosopher's Stone. Philosopher. Oh, Whatever. yeah. Wait, is that the if same you're one? you're from Britain. Is, is, is the Sorcerer's Stone... Is that the one where he it's goes... the one with the Philosopher's Stone. Yeah, yeah, but is is that the one with, with the giant chess or is that the second yes, one? Yes, that's also the giant chess. Okay. Yeah. Then, yeah, I had, I had the first okay. Harry Potter set or whatever. Nice. And then not a whole lot else. I, I mostly had a similar thing to you where I had, like, just sort of extra stuff. I was a Playmobil kid. Oh, okay. I had a lot of Playmobil. And you're not even German. Yeah. Well, <laughs> my grandparents are sort of german but didn't ever really live in germany okay so well, that, that, that right there explains like, the playmobil though. yeah my family's slightly more german than i thought we were really yeah like they're they're german hungarians okay like and and my grandma is like slightly austrian as well i think she was like half german half austrian and my grandpa was like full german but they were both just born and raised in hungary Welcome to the latest segment of our podcast. What kind of white is Tom? <laughs> yeah, well, we talked last week about being like racially ambiguous. Yeah. Uh, and I was sort of just Caucasianly ambiguous. So <laughs> now we know. But I mean, we'll never really know unless, you know, dad comes back from buying cigarettes. Oh, well. <laughs> Does dad ever come back from buying cigarettes? <laughs> no, probably not. Not so far. If your dad is out buying cigarettes, let us know in the comments. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Guys, if you're my dad, let us know. <laughs> uh, well, welcome to the latest segment of our show. Who's your dad? Who's your dad? Tim, who's your dad? My dad is named Jerry. Um, Jerry. And your dad is named Barry? Yes. And my middle name is Gerald, and your middle name is Barold? <laughs> Barold. I feel like we have something in common. Well, you guys are star-crossed Barold. lovers. Star-crossed. <laughs> Something. Dads. <laughs> Don't know. No. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Cool. Yeah. Barreled. Yeah. I want to call my dad that now next time I see him. You should. It'll, it'll throw him off. <laughs> it must be. Is it short for something, though? <laughs> I feel Barry. like Barry must, like anything that ends with a Y I, usually know, is. I've never Barry. thought about it. Hmm. I Jack is short for Henry. Jack. What? Jack was Jack. short for John. Jack is short for everything. Jack is just what you call your kid if you don't feel like calling him his real name. Apparently. Yeah. Oh, maybe it is John. I don't know. Jonathan I know. I know. Jack. Peggy is short for Margaret, which is a bizarre one. Yeah, that is a bizarre oh. one. Yeah. I know. I knew Maggie was short for Margaret. I never heard and, Peggy. And before. Hank is Hank is Henry. Yeah, Hank, Hank is, Henry. is Henry. Jack is maybe for John. Or I don't know. Clive, or or James Clive Staples. Or... Jack is short for Clive Staples. Is that is that a new brand of Staples <laughs> that I'm not aware I know of? That reference. What is that reference? C.S. Lewis. Oh, yeah. him. There we go. Preferred to be called Jack. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, he didn't just. Ah, I, I guess I never thought about that, but I guess it would be weird to walk around being like, hey, CS, how's it going? <laughs> Similarly, Ernest is short for Jack. What? <laughs> is short for Jack or Jack is short for Ernest? Wait. Yes. I guess both. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I, I had a I had a friend who I worked with who named his son um, Cyan. As in the color, yeah. okay. Cyan Stephen or Cyan Simon, and his last name was Lewis. So he accidentally named his kid C.S. Lewis. Whoa, that's fun. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. Did he get people to call him Jack? <laughs> he might. Well, with a name like Cyan, it's almost as bad as Clive. So Clive. Ryan, if you're uh, watching this, I think Cyan's a really cool name. Yeah. Also, <laughs> if your name yeah. is Clive, we apologize. We meant no offense. Also, if you're a she- Clive motherfucker. Let us know in the comments. <laughs> Actually, Clive Clive is one of those cool classic names that I would I'd be proud to rock. The, yeah, the, the Clive. Yeah, yeah. I love like. Well, I feel like are we allowed to say your son's name on the podcast? That's, that's fine. I yeah. feel like Oscar is a cool classic name. That right? is like, true. Yeah. Yeah. When you told me your son's name was Oscar, I was like, that's a cool name. Like yeah. you don't hear that ever. 
You know, it's funny. Um, yeah, lots of people don't think that the dads care that much about the name of the kid and stuff. Mm. I've known that my firstborn son would be named Oscar oh, since yeah. before I met my wife. That's wow. awesome. So, because <laughs> well, it was my great grandfather's name. Okay. Well, I've never met my great grandfather, but right from so his name was Oscar Proudlove. Then mm. my grandfather was Albert Oscar Proudlove, and then my dad is Barry Albert Proudlove, and now I'm Nathan Barry Proudlove, and now my son is. Oscar Nathan Proudlove. Nice. Wow. This is so. just like an endless loop now. Now it's an endless loop. Yeah. yeah so the sons he's, are he's decided Oscar, forevermore. He's Oscar Proudlove II. So his kid... <laughs> That's wait, awesome. so now his kid has to go right right back to what, your grandfather's name, right? It would be... Well, maybe. It would know. be Albert? I don't care. Albert Oscar? <laughs> no. A, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to name him Albert Oscar, but uh, that would be kind of cool. So he's the second. Yeah. But he wouldn't be Oscar Jr., because you would have to be Oscar. I would have to be Oscar. Okay, so he's not OJ. No. <laughs> but he is the second. Interesting. I guess that makes me the second as well, because my grandpa's name is Thomas. There you go. Huh, Thomas. Interesting. Thomas so, Zalatni the cool. second. That's dope. dope. I guess that's a that's a way to make it so that you don't quickly get it. Because if you just... I, yeah, I like that system better than just naming your kid after you, because then you, you end up having to call them Junior. Yeah. It gets yeah. really awkward when or they try are. to... Yeah, when they carry on the trend and they call their kids, you know, the third. And then what are you going to call that kid? <laughs> yeah. um, the fourth. <laughs> that is what comes next. <laughs> typically. Yeah. But th- that, that's a cool system because you do keep like the, the traditions. But it's mm. generations apart. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So, so there's yeah. no confusion, but it's still like that heritage. That's cool. Do you know the origin of the name Proudlove? Uh, I do, actually. It's uh, it's English. Okay. From the county of... Uh, I, traced it all the way back to the county of Cheshire okay. in uh, the UK, in England, uh, around the 1400s or even earlier. Wow. And uh, there's actually only about a thousand of us in the world. Interesting. Uh, yeah. And most, it was, most it was... of us are in either still in the UK or in Western Canada, typically, or in Australia. So. Hmm. Now, is it, is it something that was like different words that then morphed into modern English being proud love? Or did it actually, was it originally just some guy that was really proud of his like love. how well he could He's love? proud of his love. <laughs> I didn't hear that at all when I was hmm. growing up. No. I yeah. Heard of course not. Time. Every time yeah, you met not. a girl. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Oh no, I have, I actually don't know about the, I guess what that would be the etymology yeah. of the word proud love. But uh, um, I'd like to think that it was just some guy having a having some fun with the name yeah way thing. back when when you could just like when they decided you know what last names are going to be a thing now we've <laughs> yeah. got too many johns or whatever yeah exactly choose your last name and some guy was like oh yeah that sounds good yeah i'm pretty proud of my love yeah i think i'll call myself proud love that's good do you tom do you know the origin of your name yeah um well my last name was made up it doesn't mean anything oh really um so zalat nai uh nai is like born or whatever. Okay. Um, so when my grandpa's family, I guess, came over to Hungary from Germany, their last name was like Zellner or something. And they were like, let's make this sound more Hungarian. Ah. And so they just made it Zalat and I. I think Zalat might have been like a street or something. Okay. <laughs> sure. So they were just bo- like born on Zalat yeah, Street. They were just like, yeah, fuck it. So they just came <laughs> up with something and yeah, it stuck. There's So we're the only ones. Like it's my, it's people related to me, uh, a lot of whom have different last names because of, you know, family stuff. Uh, and then, like, 
one Hungarian, like, I think she was like a pop star or something in like the late 90s, early 2000s with the same name. Wow. All right. Who was just not related to us. And I don't think it was her actual name. I think it was just her like stage name or she something. She just like heard about some member of your family and was like, whoa, yeah, I have no idea. That's, that's yeah. a cool name. I like that. Yeah. yeah. But last or she was heard, actually like, born on the last street. Maybe. But all I know, like when I asked my family, they were like, eh, it doesn't really mean anything. And I was like, OK, well, like most of my life. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> I believe <Kate> that my- Eeyore. Bother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so sad. I believe that my name is, stems from De Blois, which is a place in France. Okay. Um, it's Blay. So I, it got kind of corrupted at some point. Right. Well, just like we started calling people Francais instead of Francois. Did we? Yeah, yeah. Like to, to say that someone was a French person, at one point you would say Francois instead of Francais. Okay. Oh, interesting. That yeah. makes sense, actually. That's yeah. a similar Like the transition. bourgeois <coughs> or whatever. Bourget. Anyways, there's tons of blaze in Quebec, very few of whom I'm related to, actually. Oh, yeah. Um, because my father is from this little French-Canadian pocket of Windsor, Ontario. Um, and All so right. I, I guess we were kind of separated from the mainstream blaze. But if you look in the Montreal phone book, there's just pages of, oh, yeah. of blaze. Like, I see our name on, you know, people who are repping for the government and very, you know, Remax workers and just all sorts of stuff. Yeah, but none phone of them are related book. to me, as far as I know. I'm sure they all are going back. <laughs> what phone book? What, what is a what, what is a phone book? <laughs> what is a book? Oh, you see, see, like after before they had cell phones, they had phone books. You would be you would be on the subway, you would be reading your book, and then you would just get a call from your book. Oh. And like it's already Whoa, open, right? Man. You just put it up to your ear, and like the the right page is like a, a talker, That's and the cool. left page is a yeah. Phone book. Yeah, wow. it's. Uh, I ripped a phone book in half once. Were you there for that? I I think so, but I don't remember you succeeding. It was at our apartment. I remember you trying with a few phone books. Okay, I finally got it with one of the. <laughs> it was one of the half-sized ones, though, okay. so it doesn't really count. But I finally got it with one of those. Mm. Nice. Yeah, I've there's like a technique to it. You have to. It's like it's about like tear it, the edges as you thumb them across them, sort of. It's 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 a matter of like bending. Like there needs to be mm-hmm. some like torsion to it yeah because you have to you have to figure out a way that you're you're like ripping one page at a time mm-hmm. like very quickly obviously yeah, but yeah. one page at a time as opposed to every page at the same time because yeah. that's impossible I think. well that's it because you can't spread the force out by just like tearing it as you would a normal sheet of paper so yeah. you have to like bend it basically yeah. so that the force is rippling through it or whatever fascinating physics yeah you taught me something boom i wonder if it's true <laughs> I don't know. I I saw that on a video once on the internet, and I tried it, and it worked. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I can stick a nail in my nose. What? Yeah. Wait, can't everyone stick a nail in their nose? Just if it's a short nail and you don't move it around too much? About, uh, I can go go in about three or four inches. Nathan is current currently showing us three yeah yeah three to four inches there (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna try and come up with something that was that size and i was like i've got nothing oh yes you You just don't want to tell us i thought of maybe um (laughs) (laughs) oh boy nathan Uh, was showing you the exact diameter diameter (laughs) Diameter. (laughs) the exact diameter of my nipple just now um, oh wow with his fingers three to four centimeters (laughs) yeah Whoa. Yes, inches, centimeters. I just punched the mic. That's <laughs> why we call Tom Pepperoni. But, uh, <laughs> call Tom Pepperoni Punch Mike Salat and I. <laughs> but what, how did you discover that you have this ability? It was it was similar to Tom's phone book ripping. I just saw someone else do it, not on YouTube. Oh, but God. I was I was in I was in 
a group of people and he's like, hey, guys, watch this. And he takes this. He actually just used a fork and used the handle and put it in his nose. And it went all the way in up to the like forky part. Uh, no. And this was just like a normal guy who's a friend of a friend. And I'm like, oh, I wonder if I can do that. So I went home and tried and yeah, I can do it. Okay. So. But like you, you have no, no problems arising from this ever? Uh you know what's funny is you have to be very careful that you that you clean the utensil, whatever it is you happen right. to be putting inside your head. Yes, because you're kind of bypassing all of your nat- your body's natural. Uh, yeah, that's why all defenses. the mucus is there to like exactly. The so I've actually gotten really bad um, like uh, sinus infections and stuff from doing it. And the other a thing, times. And, and the other thing, I know is now, like, I know better now to really, really clean and disinfect whatever it is I'm doing. So. Like way back there, that's the only place in your body where you have nerves actually exposed to the air, like actual yeah. neurons right there on the surface, because that's what your smell receptors are. Yeah. So if you're just like poking at your nerves, <laughs> this, you're just not going to have a good time. <laughs> oh God, I'm so uncomfortable right now. <laughs> oh dear. I There's an really idea for your about new like, YouTube, uh, yeah, you knew, you knew YouTube bit. Yeah, I get so squeamish about like <laughs> body things. Yeah. Stupid Have you ever seen trick. a sword swallower? Like a yeah. There was there was a really <laughs> cool. There was a sword swallower guy at the same at uh, Beakerhead in Calgary. He was on the stage doing the same show that I was in. I um, mean, he did this really cool thing because people are always like, "Oh yeah, like is it real? Are you like you know? Are you actually putting that sword down?" And so he had one. He turned. He had all the house lights turned off. And he had a glow in the dark, like, like not just glow in the dark, but like LED sword or something like something really, really bright um, and actually showed like, you know, very slowly brought it down. So you could see the entirety of like his torso glowing. That's amazing. sword going all the way down to the stomach. Amazing. Your body would glow if you put an LED inside it. Well, <laughs> if, if it's bright enough, it's got to be really bright. What? But, you That's know, it's, so it's cool. the same way that like, you know, you can f- shine a flashlight in your mouth and then like your oh, nose yeah. glows. Right. Right. Huh. I'm gonna go home and try that. <laughs> but sword, sword swallowing is really tricky because there's I like know. a there's a few different reflexes you have to yeah. overcome. I think. Oh yeah, I like don't it's think your I can gag reflex. It's not just your, your gag, gag reflex. reflex and your gag reflex again. Like there's another there's I think there's another reflex like you have, you have to inhibit your swallow reflex is the other thing. Right. Because yeah. if you swallow while you your swallowing yeah. actually closes yeah, your yeah, yeah. you're gonna cut yourself like your tube so yeah. that it can ah. push down, and then I think there's also another like. There's there's another gateway or whatever flap or sphincter or whatever it is like right before like somewhere before your stomach as well yeah. so you have to learn to control that and most people aren't even aware of that so that's that's crazy Gross. If you're gonna be swallowing swords don't die if you're gonna be swallowing swords don't if you're gonna be swallowing swords <laughs> just don't just don't <laughs> cut lots of hot peppers with them first oh. <laughs> and then if you get touched by the sword you will immediately know. I guess that's my theory. Uh, <laughs> sounds like so much worse than just a clean sword. Oh, <laughs> I'm really sad now. <laughs> Guys, what do you like to do when you get sad? Swallow swords. Yes. <laughs> what uh, do you do when you get sad? I, uh, when I get sad, I don't like to to do anything except be not sad anymore Mm. and so sometimes when i'm i've i've struggled with actual depression before and which is not the same as just being sad for sure yeah but that's the first thing i think of and you don't actually think about it you just end up 
sitting and watching, you know, binge watching Netflix and Frasier not moving. Um, so that's what I do when I'm sad. Yeah, I guess that that's <laughs> binge watching television. Like, what yeah. do you do to stop try to try to stop being sad, as yeah. opposed to what do you actually do mm-hmm. because you feel really hopeless? Yeah, yeah. I think my go-to like hopeless, sad feeling thing is that I'll I'll get a pie and watch Frasier. Yeah. So that's the warning sign, eh? So I should be watching out for. If I buy a pie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll watch <laughs> Frasier when I'm happy, too. I just want, I just want to watch Frasier all the time, let's be honest. But I don't usually eat pie unless I'm sad or, you know, there's people coming over and pie is a good idea. Pie mm. is always a good idea. Almost. There's people coming over. I know, like, I know a surprisingly large amount of people who don't like pie. Interesting. Yeah, and I sometimes wonder if they're worth having in my life. But. <laughs> I was, you should get new friends. Yeah. Sorry, Will, putting you on blat. If if there's anyone out there, oh, oh Will. Okay, so if Will, talking to you now, because you're going to be listening to this, he will listen to this right do, into his ear. What ear do you not like about pie? And anyone else is listening to this, tell us what it is, because delicious flaky crust and wonderful fruity goodness. I mean, I can understand if you buy one of those two dollar pies. Oh. To be honest, those are awful. Like if like that's if that's the only pie experience you've ever had, like maybe I can understand. Yeah. Like I I didn't like butter for about 10 years because my family always bought margarine because we didn't have a lot of money. Um and then the only butter experience I had was in kindergarten. You know the, that like science experiment where it's like we're going to get some cream and just shake it a lot until it turns into butter. And it does, but the butter that comes out is like really nasty and just like <laughs> It's, it's not it's not good. It tasted really gross. And so I was just convinced until I was like 12 or 13 that just butter, I, I hated butter. Hmm. I like margarine better than butter. Interesting. But I think it's just a similar thing. Like I had more margarine growing up than butter. Yeah. It's funny how that happens. Like peanut butter or something like that where if, mm. if I've had like because because often I'll do like the all natural peanut butter. Right. Like just crushed up peanuts and oil. That's it. And if I've had that for a long time, then the sweet peanut butter is totally disgusting. It's, it's just nasty. It's just really yeah, nasty. It's so salty. Right? You're like, what? Ooh, it's what like is this? It's salty and sweet and like it, it's just globular and it sticks to your I know, mouth in weird ways. Like and it tastes like candy. It's yeah. like, and it's like, I don't want to spread this on my toast. But See, then if I, you've I had that for a, like a long, long time, yeah. then the just peanuts peanut butter is like, yeah, it's super well, that's it. Like I, I have always done like the craft or the skippy. You know, yeah. I always get the chunky with the peanut on top. Uh, and the first time that I ever had the like organic, the natural stuff, it tastes better. Yeah, but the texture is so weird to me because yeah. it's grainier and like it is definitely is grainier. Yeah, it's grainy yeah. and gloopy. And it's gloopy and grainy, and I'm like, I don't want gloopy grains. I want like spread. I want a smooth spread with some chunks. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, I get know, the yeah. texture thing for sure. Yeah. I miss the texture of uh, regular peanut butter, but so but can we the natural maybe stuff is so much better tasting. It is for sure. The can we maybe stuff get like a so much better? I don't know, like like make a new peanut butter that doesn't have any of like the salt or the sugar, but it's just peanuts and whatever that homogenized oil stuff is. <laughs> we can Preservatives. Get, yeah, we can get like a, a good a good texture, but I think they do a midway. Do they? Yeah, hmm. I think they do an un, unsweetened, unsalted hmm. peanut butter. But is that good? And can they sponsor us? Well, guys, if you own a company that makes peanut butter that has the texture of craft peanut butter with the delicious flavor of like a natural, like homemade, just peanuts butter, uh, hit us up. Send us an email at, I think it's Upford. 
upfordpodcast at gmail.com. Is it? Do we have a Gmail? Yeah. I mean, we had to have one to set up the Twitters and things. Oh, true. Uh, Or just send us a tweet. Drop us a, drop us an at. An at. At the down with talking. At down with talking. That's with, with an H because Tom never pronounces the H. Yo. Down with talking. I mean, it's not my fault. I, I ain't got time to pronounce words properly. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what's happening with that whole Drake thing this week? Anything? Did it just die? Uh, I Meek is over. Okay, good. <laughs> just, just checking. It's, it's done. It's done. <laughs> this, this has been the latest segment of our podcast, Drake Watch. <laughs> Drake Watch. Nice. Uh, guys, would you wear a Drake watch? No. Mm, what's a, is it like the the watch that Drake wears? Because I'm presuming Drake wears a pretty nice watch. I feel like he probably owns an Apple Watch, but doesn't use it. Oh. That would think, probably be what yeah, I would do with an Apple Watch. Right. So. <laughs> Is not use it? Yeah. Well, you can't with your phone. Own it and not use it. Can you not use them with, with fours? Probably not. <clears throat> yeah, that's no probably idea. likely. It's it's probably optimized for the six. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 Apple Watches. They only run with the six. Whoa. Whoa. All right. Drake reference that I don't actually get. Whoa. Hashtag. My mind has been <laughs> I actually blown. I didn't even know it was, so uh, I'm that far out. Oh, man. It's yeah. okay. Although I, I read on um, uh, Kotaku last week about the this whole Drake diss rap thing that was going on. <clears throat> Apparently, yeah. he sampled some uh, Donkey Kong Country. Really? Really? I missed in, that. In one of the, in, in Cha-Cha. Cha-Cha? Uh, that, Cha-Cha that, might be what, that might be what Kotaku is calling Charged Up. <laughs> Cha Cha Charged Up Charged, charged Up was up. the name of the track Isn't, isn't no, Kotaku no. The, the Japanese magazine no, That always no, no, leaks no. Pokemon spoilers That's probably but I'm pretty sure was, Would was, you anyways, Would you dance the Cha Cha with Drake Let us know in the comments Cha-cha, Guys would you dance with the Drake up. In the pale moonlight <laughs> <laughs> Batman reference Nice oh, Guys that's all the time we got for you for today Thank you so much for listening to the Up for Discussion podcast. If you joined us briefly on the Periscope, thank you for that. That's something we're trying to make happen. Uh, if you were not aware that we're on Periscope, uh, you just have to follow us on Twitter at Diamond Talking, and you will immediately get a notification every time we do that. Uh, you can also follow us individually at Acapella Science, at NB Proud Love, at Tom Zalatni, at Know the Other Simon, who will be back next week, I think. Finally. Yeah, Jeez. he's been away for a while. I think he's in the six right now, actually. Yeah. Without his woes. <clears throat> well... Maybe. Maybe he carries his woes with him wherever he goes. Good point. Good point. Um, And guys, remember to rate and review the show over on the iTunes. Uh, Leave a comment on the SoundCloud. Share it with your friends and family. And uh, buy a mug from Beard Bangs. Go to beardbangs.ca or etsy.com slash shop slash beardbangs. Enter the promo code up for discussion at checkout to receive $10 off your order, courtesy of us and our friends at Beard Bangs. We will now end with a harmonious mess. You want to give me some harmonies? Up for discussion. Up for discussion. Up for discussion. I don't hear you singing. Are these the chords to Radiohead's Creep? Yes, they are. Up <laughs> for discussion.
it. There you have it. Thanks again for, for joining us this week, Nathan. Yeah, no worries. Anytime. Bye. 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 I'm out. I'm off this. Uh, yes. Wow, that peaked. <laughs>